With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is a significant day for us. A day of celebration as we kick off Being a Leader Live with Brenda Baird. Now, if you're interested in joining our conversation, call 646-716-9397. Then press 1 to get into the queue. The radio show is about leadership. We're all leaders somewhere in our lives. It can be work, volunteer, relationships, or our own habits and behaviors. In any case, you are the leader of your life. So topics on this show will be tailored to assist individuals who are really looking for greater fulfillment in their personal and professional life. It's a show focused on helping you find your best self in order to achieve the success you desire with less effort and to live with higher energy. I'm your host, Brenda Baird, and thank you so much for tuning in today. You can find this program on the air every first and third Tuesday at 1 o'clock, 12 o'clock Central Time, and every second Friday of the month at 3 o'clock, 2 p.m. Central Time, right here on the Life Coach Radio Network. Wow, that's a lot to remember. So easiest (laughs) is to just follow me on Twitter, like my Facebook page, Brenda Baird Coaching, or sign up for my newsletter on brendabairdcoaching.com. You'll get show reminders and links to the show. So stay tuned to the end of this broadcast because I have a special gift for all the listeners who are with us today. So remember, if you want to join this conversation, call 646-716-9397 and press 1 to enter the queue. All right. Well, today's show is called, What is This Thing Called Life Coaching and Can It Really Help Me? To help me answer these questions, I have two very special guests with me today. Both of these ladies have been coaching clients of Brenda Baird Coaching and are here to share their experiences about coaching and to share how coaching has helped them. My first guest is Jenna. Jenna is a very accomplished college student from South Florida, so welcome, Jenna, to the show. Thank you so much, Brenda. It's so great to be here. I'm very excited to talk about life coaching with you, and I can't wait to dive in. All right. My my other guest is Rana Olk from Miami, Florida. Now, Rana is actually a certified 
life coach, too. She's committed to empowering women suffering with binge eating and bulimia disorders, and she gets them on the path to recovery. So welcome, Rana. It's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Hi, Brenda. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know I love you, and congratulations on your first show. I'm so excited. Oh, Oh, thanks for being a part of it. I'm really, really (laughs) pumped up today. So since this is the first show, I kind of would like to start out with some background. So before I get started with some questions and, and comments from you ladies, I'd like to share just a little bit about me and my approach to coaching for the listeners. Does that sound good? Sure. Absolutely. All righty. Well, I want everyone to know that I was born in the Midwest and I was raised by parents who operated a home-based business. And both of my parents were very involved with community and the local church. So I observed and learned very early about the importance of applying great communication and leadership skills in order to get work done through others. My own career is based upon a 20-year foundation as the CEO of a small business, and I have 10 years' experience leading a corporate learning and development function for a global pharmaceutical company. Today, as a certified professional coach and energy leadership master practitioner, I work with individuals to explore who they are, how they show up, under certain situations, and to find new perspectives in order to achieve their personal best. My clients include small business owners, entry to mid-career managers, teams, and private individuals. And together, we work to remove barriers that may have them stuck and keep them from living the life of their dreams or having a fulfilling career that truly aligns with their values. So having studied business at Olivet Nazarene University and organizational development at DePaul University in Chicago, my education and professional experience working with individuals, leaders, and teams has developed proven methods to help build self-awareness, clarity of goals, and to find incremental steps to reach sustainable growth and lasting results that positively changes an individual's professional and personal life. My personal coaching approach is centered on the principles of core energy coaching, which was founded and mastered by Bruce Snyder from the Institute of Professional Excellence in Coaching, or IPEC, as it is known. And when core energy coaching is applied, its positive effects on an organization or individual's ability to achieve more with less effort is absolutely transformational. So today we're going to hear from Jenna and Rana, and they're going to share with us how this coaching philosophy has inspired them to reach new heights in their lives. We know that when individuals show up as their best self, they're more productive and satisfied in their life and in their careers. And I've spent the last 30 years identifying workforce challenges and developing innovative solutions to improve in order to reach desired outcomes and achieve organizational goals. So I bring a unique blend of experiences and perspectives to my coaching practice as well as to this radio show. And if there's one thing that I know for sure, when clients come to me with opportunities to grow and develop at work, these same opportunities exist at some level in every aspect of their life, not just the job and vice versa. 
So during our time on the air, I'll share my insights, my lessons learned, some of which I learned the hard way, and tips for you to meet your workplace or personal challenges with the clarity and energy you need to positively change your life. So if you have any more questions about how coaching can help you, you can contact me at brindabairdcoaching.com. Okay, let's get started with today's show. It is all about coaching. Answering the big question, what is coaching? Is it right for me? And what can I expect the outcome to be? So Jenna, let's start with you, if you don't mind. Again, welcome and thank you for participating in today's show. I wonder, Jenna, would you share with us what, or if anything, did you know about coaching before you started your coaching journey, and what actually brought you to seek out a coach? Well, Brenda, um, prior to coaching, I actually didn't really know anything about it. I heard about it. My mom mentioned it, and at first I was really reluctant because I didn't know what it was, and I was like, no, I'm as uh, being the person I am, I was very, uh, like, I can do this on my own. Like, I was very stubborn. But then once I decided, you know what, I'm very stressed out, I need help, and I decided to take that step for myself, and it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. So then um, I decided to uh, say, okay, Mom, you know, let's give uh, Brenda a call, and it just took off from there. Yeah, so what do you think the difference is between the old you and the new you? The difference between the old me and the new me is I think how I think about things and how I approach stressful situations. I know we have definitely, through our sessions, been able to talk about more, uh, a lot of different things and come up with new approaches to handling stress. And since I am a college student, there is, it's always uh, a very stressful period trying to figure out not only who I am, but also, you know, what direction I want to go in and how to, in the best way to accomplish those things. Yeah, there really is nothing more stressful than the, those first few months transitioning from high school into college. So it's really great to hear that coaching was able to help you in that transition. Absolutely. It definitely, it definitely enabled me to, uh, it helps with the transitions and to, you know, find out more about myself and also, um, again, where I want to, where I was headed to. Yeah. Wonderful. So if you're interested in joining this conversation, dial 646-716-9397, press one to get into the queue and we'll uh, take your calls in just a little bit. Rana, you are also yes. a cert- certified life coach with IPEC. Um, however, your specialty is a little different than mine. You are actually helping women who suffer with binge eating and bulimia. So I can't thank you enough for being with us today. Um, please tell us a little bit more about your story. Wow. Um, well, If I were to start with how I became aware of coaching, I can tell you that I've known what coaching is um, going all the way back to 2003 when I met my sister-in-law, my now current sister-in-law for the first time. She's been a professional coach since 
the late 90s and you know I remember my reaction the first time she told me that she was a professional life coach it's it's exactly what a lot of people is you know what well, what's that what's a life coach yeah, you know yeah, right. um yeah so thankfully I you know was able to I had the opportunity to work with her and um you know back in 2006 2007 I decided um through the work that I did with her that I wanted to be a coach um she did a lot of strength tests on me we went over my values I got to know myself better I got to think I I got to learn how to think mm-hmm in a much different way. And as it turned out, I was trying to figure out what I really wanted to do with my life. And she, you know, what what, what turned out to be the case was that I would make a terrific coach. <laughs> That's where my strengths lie. Um, however, I had a big problem. Uh, I was suffering at the time with uh, severe bulimia. And I pretty much, you know, had been in the binge eating, dieting, um, you know, body image and food obsession cycle, everything that you can imagine that went with that since the age of 13. And, um, you know, I I was stuck. I was stuck and I could not get out of that box. When I finally did try, um, you know, when I finally committed to recovery, that involved, um, for the first time, opening up to the people around me, letting them know that I was struggling, because at this time, mm-hmm. and even while I was working with my sister-in-law, uh, nobody knew that I was um, that I was suffering. It was mm-hmm. my biggest, darkest, you know, deepest secret. Uh, I was extremely ashamed of it, and I just couldn't get my act together, and nobody, you know, Everybody looking from the outside in would have thought that I did have my act together, and I really didn't. When I decided to recover, I knew, you know, and this is, I guess, on the day that they would call, you know, a rock bottom, I knew that I was going to be a coach. I knew that I was going to recover, and I was going to, when I recovered, speak out about bulimia, I was going to speak out about binge eating because, you know, the stigma and the shame associated with it are really a barrier for women Mm -hmm. seeking treatment and wanting to get better. Um, I knew that I was going to speak out, and I knew that I was going to reach out and help other women with this problem. Mm -hmm. That was my purpose. That was my goal. And it took a lot longer than I expected. (laughs) (laughs) But I did it. And I really feel, I feel very strongly that um, many of the, you know, I I tried a lot of things. There was a lot of trial and error. And I feel very strongly that the tools and, um, you know, the practices that helped me finally be able to feel free were what I now know very well are, um, you know, some of the coaching tools and the support that we get from coaching, from life coaching. And that's why I decided to get my certification in that. Yeah. One of the things that really struck me um, about what you said is, first of all, having an eating disorder, bulimia, or anorexia, anorexia, any of those Mm -hmm. eating disorders is a really serious problem. And it's a lot Mm of secretive problems. you know, concerns about not letting others know. But, you know, it's really true that way for all issues, I think, that come before us as coaching. I think you would agree. And and even Jenna, you know, had to sort of come to realize that she needed to open up 
and she needed to share with someone that something was getting in the way of her living a fulfilled life. And she shared with her mom and said, Mom, I, something's not right. And, and so that really is important, that first step to say, I really want to work on this. And serious as an issue as bulimia is, all the way to something um, even in the workplace, like I can't get along with my manager, just accepting the fact that you need to take a step to seek some help from somebody else to help you sort of walk, walk through the process is really important. So as you're coaching um, some of your clients, what are the typical blocks that you run across uh, with your clients in terms of getting them to recovery? Well, um, yeah, that that's a great question, and I wish I could summarize it briefly. Um, I guess it depends on the client. Um, that you know, binge eating, bulimia, these are really they're very complicated disorders, and I do have to be really careful about you know who my clients are going to be. Um, comorbid, you know, serious depressive depression, anxiety, these kinds of um, comorbid. Serious psychiatric disorders do often happen, so I just want to state, kind of make that disclaimer here. Um, But, you know, I I typically work with higher-functioning women, and some of the blocks are, I think there are a lot of um, misconceptions about what recovery entails. Um, Perfectionism, all-or-nothing thinking, you know, having these beliefs about our image, our body, and weight that have become kind of the quote-unquote normal in our culture, questioning yeah. those um, ha- is is part of it. I think there are a lot of blocks associated with that in my clients. And then there are blocks associated with what the journey of recovery entails in that Um, You know, some believe that recovery isn't possible, that full recovery isn't possible. Some believe that they're never going to be free. Um, I try to instill in them the courage to, you know, get on the path, to not be striving or um, expecting or waiting for some finish line to be crossed before they can actually get on with their lives and begin to enjoy the quality of their lives and seek the fulfillment and the purpose that you know and the freedom that they want um mm-hmm. as soon as you get on this path the quality of your life um improves begins to improve drastically and mm-hmm. it's not about a finish line you know and i think that's that's really it's not just in these disorders um or problems but you know in in any kind of coaching it's a journey of growth it's it's personal development it's um shining a light where light needs to be shine you know and figuring out what's missing I think one of the things you mentioned earlier you know that that you know in these disorders it's really important to seek the help Um, I think if you could call it that a blessing in these disorders is that we know we need help I feel bad that there are so many people out there living lives that aren't fulfilling to them and they don't know that they that it could be better they don't know that it can get better they don't know that you know there's maybe a light that that could be you know focused elsewhere that would give them the answers that they need and the fulfillment that they need so um you know there are there are a lot of barriers but i would say those are the main ones yeah 
I, I think it's so true. And one of the words you mentioned was perfectionism, and that shows up with a, a lot of coaching clients. The, mm-hmm. the ideas around everything has to be perfect before I can either make a decision or move on or have the life I want. Everything has to be in perfect order. And that in itself is such a hurdle to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm Well, you know, I kind of want to share, Brenda, I think it would be appropriate yeah. here. Um, something occurred to me. One of the things that I share with my clients oftentimes is, and I think it applies to anyone um, who wants to seek coaching, is there's um, many people may have heard of it. It's it's a, based on an old, uh, an old joke, but um, there's something called an observational bias that can be illustrated with this joke, and it goes something like, um, a drunkard searching under a street light uh, under a street light for his keys, and a mm. policeman walks up and says, "What are you looking for?" And the drunkard says, "Well, I'm looking for my keys." And the policeman says, "Are you sure you lost them here?" And the drunkard says, "Well, no, but this is where the light is best." You know, and I think, you know, we humans, we have this tendency to search under the street lamp for what it is that we're missing. And we insist that that's where we will find what we're looking for or worse. We search and we don't find our keys and then we convince ourselves that, oh, well, it is what it is. We don't, you know, it doesn't occur to us to go and seek in the alleyways or the dark places. And I think the coach is someone who, you know, comes along and says, hey, you know, well, well, wait a minute here. Um, where else might you have lost your keys? And by yeah. the way, why are you looking for your keys anyways? What do you hope to achieve? And, yeah. you know, well, if you can't find them, maybe there's a way to achieve what you want to achieve without those keys. You know, that they kind yeah. of like shine a light or they shine a light in all these other places. Or they help you realize that you have a flashlight in your pocket. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's, it's incredible. Really, the answers are so inside ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's been the transformational thing I have learned through my coaching experiences, having had a coach, and being a coach, is that the answers are really inside of us personally. Mm-hmm. We know what's best for us. We're the experts of our lives. And just mm-hmm. having that partner to shine the light in different places for us to look around, as you say, um, mm-hmm. really can be transformational and open our eyes to a whole new perspective and to also mm-hmm. peel away some things that we thought were true that really just are, plain are not true, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Exactly. But, I'd like to take a couple of calls from the listening audience. So, again, Great. I'm going to give out, give out the phone number here. The number is 646-716-9397. Important thing, press 1 to get into the queue. Now, here's the other thing. If you do decide to call in, please mute your computer. This will prevent that dreaded feedback audio that we all hate so much. So I'll be coming, uh, calling out the listeners and taking calls by calling out your four-digit phone number because that's how it appears on my switchboard is your phone number. So again, call 646-716-9397 and press 1 to get in the queue. Or you can send questions to Brenda Baird, 
excuse me, Brenda at brendabairdcoaching.com. And I actually got a few questions in advance of the calls today that uh, that I may uh, very well just use uh, on the air as well. So, Rhonda, before we take a call, tell me, what do you love so much about being a coach? Oh, my gosh. Um, do we have more time than an hour? Yes. <laughs> I you know, I I love 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 my clients. I love the women that, you know, I work with, that I reach out to, who reach out to me. Um it's life-changing. I'm changing lives, Brenda. And you know, I never ever uh forget the fact that, you know, with my particular clients, you know, I I am possibly saving their lives. You know, we'll never know, but yeah. I have known women who have died of bulimia. It's, um, you know, it's heartbreaking. And so I, I'm out there to not just change lives, but save lives. And frankly, you know, there's, to me, I've always said that, you know, there are two kinds of death. I mean, there's, there's, you know, the living spiritual kind of death, you know, walking through life kind of aimless and feeling spiritually dead inside. I mean, that's a given. I think that's where coaching can help, you know, anybody. Um, but, you know, it's 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 just, it's so, in, it's empowering. It helps me become a better person and it helps me empower and help other people really fulfill what they're here to do. It's life-changing and it's world-changing. Yeah. I was thinking, um, you know, most of us, like you and I, Jenna, have lived our lives with before we actually were um, presented with the opportunity to take coaching and to, to look at some of those things. And, Jenna, I can't help but think how wonderful it is that you had a mom or parents that, you know, were so open-minded to say to you, let's, Let's try this thing and, and make sure that you get the very best support through your college transition. So um, I don't know if you have anything else you'd like to add to that, Jenna, but I think it's really a, an incredible thing that your parents were had such foresight as to, you know, to bring that forward for you. Absolutely. I would just say that, you know, my mom and, my mom and dad have always been – an incredible support for me growing up and especially like transitioning into college. And now, you know, they always say, you know, your parents know you best, mom knows you best. And when she said that, you know, maybe you might want to consider it at first, I, like I said, I was very reluctant, but I knew that, you know, mom, you, as much as, you know, maybe we don't always like to admit it. Our moms are usually right. And I'm positive. <laughs> And on top of that, too, I just I could feel that like that was the right direction to take me and to touch on what Rana said earlier, really, what coaching does is give you a new perspective that maybe you haven't been exposed to yet. And it also just challenges challenges you too, challenges the way you traditionally think and really opens your mind to a new way to interpret a situation, to interpret a challenge, and helps you to develop ways to cope with that maybe struggle you're having or stress or whatever you're really going through. And I think that's why, for me, it's been so helpful because, you know, as uh, you continue through, whether it's 
school or work, you're always going to come in just life in general, you're always going to come across challenges and having the tools and ability to be able to handle those tough times is really makes life just so much more enjoyable and you can just appreciate all uh, those moments more fully. Yeah, it just, it just allows you to just look at life differently. Um, this, you know, and I, and I would ask you, the situations around you um, didn't change. It was right. the way you viewed those situations that changed and you saw them differently and sort of con- better controlled looking at what was going to happen in the future. Absolutely. And I know between you and I, uh, we discussed, you know, taking the Myers-Briggs, I'm trying to think what the proper word is. It's the, uh, it's like a survey or of sorts. And that really gives you insight to yourself. And I found out a lot about myself. And when I saw, you know, the results, I was like, oh my God, oh my goodness. Wow. This really applies to me. And then I was able to use it in my everyday life. And I think that was really helpful because it brings you to a new awareness, a new self-awareness that I did not have prior to coaching and to taking the Myers-Briggs. Yeah, that really uh, is a really good point. And Rhonda, jump in here if if you have more to add. But a really Mm -hmm. good point about the coaching experience is that self-realization that you need sort of support from someone else and accepting that something's not going right. And then once you do that, to really be open and willing to self-awareness, to really take a hard look at yourself, to peel back some of the things that you think about yourself and really think about who you are as a person and how you react to certain situations. The Myers-Briggs helps Jenna with that. There's other assessments that we provide with different situations, but having a real understanding of who you are really is one of the first real steps in getting some substantial change. I agree. I agree. I think it's, you know, I, I kind of say, you know, we, I never realized how unconscious I was before coaching, you know, and as, as, you know, we're, we're called, you know, we're, we're human beings. And, and one of the gifts of that is that we are able to think about our thinking. We're not just thinking beings. We are able to think about our thinking, um, think about what we're thinking about. We're able to be aware of how we're being aware. We're able to pay attention to what we are paying attention to. And these are gifts that, unfortunately, many of us um, don't really learn how to do. And, yeah. you know, these aren't skills that are taught to us, and, and I wish they were. And hopefully yeah. we're entering a new era where we will be teaching kids this. Um, and yeah. the new generations will will know this stuff, you know, as second nature as it is to us now as coaches. But yeah. um, really, it is, it's it's that awareness, and I think, you know, um, we think we're being aware sometimes, and we're really not. I mean, we're bombarded with, with messages and thoughts and beliefs from our environment, and you know, or we carry them from our childhood, and we never really learn how to question them. So um, yeah. I, I think that's the biggest thing that I, I've learned in coaching is, is you know, kind of being more meta-aware, <laughs> yeah. you know, focusing on that and using those skills. 
Yeah, that's what was so refreshing and almost exhilarating for me um, to work with Jenna was the fact that her parents were so open and, and as a young woman were, were encouraging her to take the time to do this now and not wait and just push through it. You know, they wanted to stop, take a minute, think about it, look at it, let's figure it out and find a, find a better way because they wanted so much more for their daughter. So you're yeah. right. Coaches. Jenna, what a gift. Yes. <laughs> it really I was. I feel very was. blessed that they have given me this opportunity because like Brenda said, if being able to recognize it at my age, it really, you know, it helps you to, again, just like enjoy life more fully and to really like mm-hmm. be present and to maybe not worry so much about the things that are troubling you or just help you live life to the fullest. And I think that's kind of what everyone's after in life, really. Mm-hmm. But through coaching, I think it really does, if you are going through something tough or just, you know, even it doesn't have to be a, like, you know, absolutely huge. It could be a small thing that's just getting in the way of daily life that is just, you know, making it hard to be your most happy and I think that's by taking that step it really made a tremendous change for me and Mm -hmm. I just hope that other people you know can realize that this will definitely benefit you as well I know it will because I've seen it in myself Mm -hmm. that's really really great Jenna you know, coaching is such a unique profession, and there are so many interesting specialties around coaching. For example, my coaching is focused around leadership, and Rana's coaching is focused around um, empowering women with eating disorders. Uh, but there really are also a lot of definitions of coaching. Um, but there, for me, there's one theme that sort of runs throughout Um, the definition of coaching, and that is that coaching is a confidential partnership between the client and the coach, and that that really is about inspiring the client to reshape their way of thinking and being in order to bring out the best in themselves. And with my clients, I really stress the confidentiality piece of the conversation because it is a safe place for someone to come and be vulnerable to look and talk about things that may embarrass them, to just say out loud publicly, uh, or to just talk with friends or or family. Um, so I, you know, I think the definition of coaching is important, and the confidentiality is important. I know it certainly is critical in your uh, specialty, Rana. Um, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean. Um, you know, I have, it, it's interesting because I have um, dozens of women in uh, one of my close social media groups. And even though, you know, you would think that that is the, the safest place they could be, is it's, it's closed and everybody else there is somebody who's going through exactly what they're going through or feeling many of the things that they're feeling. And yet they are still very um, hesitant to share and and um, interact so it's 
It is true. Yeah, the confidentiality is huge, and it's a big reason why I do put myself out there in in social media and and share a lot of my story and my vulnerabilities in the group, you know, to let them know that I know where they're coming from. I speak their language, and um, I do have to establish a you know particular level of trust, and they do get to know me uh, quite a bit before they ever even schedule a call with me. So. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we have a caller, so um, I'm going to remind um, all of the callers that uh, if you could mute your computer uh, so we don't get the audio feedback. And I'm going to take the caller with the last four digits of the phone number, 2839. So caller 2839, your mic is live. Tell us who you are and where you're from. Hi, my my name is Jack Hughes uh, from Denver, Colorado. Oh, hi, Jack. So, what's your question today? My question is 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 how do you coach differently um, when you are live with someone versus in today's world, which is some other channel, whether that's a Skype or a Google Hangout or something to that degree. Yeah, this is a perfect question. Because a lot of times folks will say, how do you actually coach? And do I have to come to your house or whatever? The coaching process is absolutely the same. It's the core energy leadership coaching. So the question, the thoughtful, provoking questions are the same, whether we're live and in person or talking over the telephone. Or if someone wants to do video chat like Google Chat or Skype, we welcome all of those different ways of communicating And it is one of the benefits of today's technology that I could coach someone from anywhere in the world, actually. So, um, in fact, just yesterday, I uh, potentially have a client from Rwanda, if you can believe that. So, it it is really true that you can coach from anywhere. Process is the same, whether in person or through technology. So, thanks a lot, Jet, for your question. I appreciate it. Okay, Jenna, so I want to sort of get back to um, to your getting prepared to go back to school. <laughs> and yes. So, yeah, so I know your summer yeah. vacation is really just getting started, and uh, you, you're ready to relax and hit the beach here in South Florida. But when you think about getting ready to go back to, to school in the fall, what are you thinking that you'll do differently as you prepare to step into that second year of college? You know, Brenda, I actually am doing an online class right now, so I kind of am getting a little taste, so that's easing me back a little bit. So um, as I get ready this time, it's just a matter of since I have one year under my belt, I feel Like, I can look back and be like, you know what, you did a good job first year. There's no reason that you shouldn't do it second year. So there's a little of that reassurance and a little bit of that comfort. But as I get ready, my mindset is just, um, it's, I put on like a very positive mindset and just think about, you know, I understand like I have a direction for where I'm going. And I think, and since I've already have done this a year prior, I feel like, I know what's going on, I know what's expected, and I know uh, the my own capabilities. And I think just as I head back, it's, um, it'll be, um, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this exactly. It's, 
I'm, I'm excited to go back because coming in the first year, I wasn't really sure about a lot of things, but coming back the second year, I feel more sure and more confident in myself. And I think that brings me a little level of comfort and less stress or anxiety heading into that uh, second year. Yeah. I can I can tell you just uh, knowing you and talking to you, your your confidence in all of that uh, is just higher. I can hear it in your voice, and I know next year it's going to just be incredibly awesome for you. So we can't wait to hear more about that. Ron, I'd, I'd like to get your thoughts on this, too, because I really think it's important for us to talk about the difference between coaching, mentoring, and therapy. So mm-hmm. what's your first reaction to that? Was that? You know, some people compare coaching to therapy or consulting or mentoring. So tell us what you think about that. Well, I pretty much let my clients know from the get-go that I am, you know, neither a medical professional or a therapist. I do not delve into the past i do not try to heal the past i do not that's not where my focus is my focus really is on you know helping them learn to change their behaviors now by questioning their thoughts and you know i teach them what urges they might be feeling and where those are coming from i really do take um an approach, uh, you know, I, I study a lot um, about neuroplasticity and self-directed neuroplasticity, and I use some of those principles um, mm-hmm. and explain them to, to my clients. That's that's what I felt was really beneficial for me. Mm-hmm. So um, the coaching comes in in that respect. The, the, the coaching comes in with, you know, the questioning and the opening up opening them up to different ways of thinking, uh, different ways, you know, questioning their limiting beliefs, figuring out what those limiting beliefs are to begin with. You know, what are the the truths that they have accepted as truth that are, in fact, possibly not truth. I mean, if it's hurting them, it's likely not a truth. That's where the coaching comes in. Now, part of what I do, however, is mentoring because um, a lot of my clients, they really don't have the skills to cope with these urges and and desires to turn to food when they're feeling distraught or, you know, they don't have the skills to understand what, you know, the habits are and what's going on in their brain. So I do do admit that I do a combination kind of of that mentoring Mm -hmm. and coaching. And not only that, but they they hear firsthand what I've been through and that I can relate to them. It really helps me acknowledge and validate what they're going through, which increases Mm -hmm. their trust in me. Um, I can share my personal experiences with um, therapy or other things that they may mm-hmm. have tried, fitness, nutrition, these things that they've tried that, that haven't worked for them. And that really yeah. does help them. Yeah. So um, it, I, do have, I do find that I do some of that mentoring piece as well, and they really appreciate it. Yeah. I think that's true with a lot of us who have moved into the coaching spaces that we're drawn towards uh, niches where we have lifelong experiences or have experienced um, things that are painful and we've overcome them, such as you. And I think that is what makes us such a good coach for folks like that because uh-huh. we can be, you know, empathetic to what they're going through and we know to be patient and we kind of know 
when the BS is happening as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've heard all the BS. Yeah. I've been through it. <laughs> you know, I recognize yeah. it. Yeah. I've yet to be surprised. Yeah. Um, I think it can be confusing. I think sometimes um, it sometimes is easier to explain what coaching isn't than yeah. to explain what it is. You know, for example, coaching is not really always about giving expert advice on what to do, mm-hmm. particularly in the workplace. That's something more a consultant would do. And mm-hmm. coaching is not about like observing or learning from a seasoned professional. That's really more around mentoring and I know you use that because you know you actually have a lot of tools that you can share with people mm-hmm. but from my perspective in a in a leadership workplace environment coaching is not a quick fix for a performance or skill deficiency coaching is really not a long-term solution or very effective in that situation and I think historically people have thought that coaching really was that it was for someone who had a performance issue, but really coaching in all aspects of our lives is really about, you know, taking where we are today and taking us up to the next level. So, you know, Jenna is an absolutely perfect example of that. Someone who was extremely successful in all areas of her life and just a little bit of coaching has now balanced her out in terms of her stress and anxiety uh, and taking her now to the next level in her life where it's, it's much more enjoyable. And I, I think most important to know too, coaching's not therapy. You know, if therapy is Absolutely. looking at the past to identify the pain and where it comes from and coaching is really about um, forward thinking. Mm-hmm. So in the workplace coaching, you know, is for me anyway, the, clients I have is really sometimes helping the leader sort of uncover what blocks them from the relationships they have in the workplace so that they have good relationships. So what blocks them from holding other people accountable or what blocks them from from providing good constructive feedback, um, you know, to their employees. So it sounded like I you think, were going to say This something. is where I kind of want to jump in, Brenda, and I, I do want to mm-hmm. say, um, you know, I've received business coaching from you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you, I mean, first of all, you're a fantastic coach, and you were, you know, one of those people who really did help me reframe because when I was building my business, you know, I, I found that, you know, some of the limiting um, beliefs and blocks and, you know, shall we say gremlins, as we call them, yeah. that yes. I had in my eating disorder, you know, I had conquered them in that domain of my life um, and figured that out. But, you know, I realized that I was taking many of them, many of those same ones, the perfectionism, the all or nothing thinking, the, you know, anxiety and what if I fail, these kinds of beliefs into my business as well and and many other areas of my life, even in my relationship. But coaching with you, it was great because there were times, and I hope you don't mind me saying that, but you have so much business experience and you've been through some of these same things, some of these same limiting beliefs. And whenever you did share those with me, I guess, technically if that was called mentoring it was really reassuring and it was you know it it was incredibly helpful but you never told me this is what you should do you know and I think that's the difference is a coach isn't going to come in and say even if they do have the tools you must do this it's you know here's the general thing the, the general tool how might we 
be able to make this work for you in a way that feels good for you. Yep. So. Yep. And here's some other ways that you might look at it, but still you're mm-hmm. the, you're sort of the expert of your own business and your own life. And, exactly. and uh, coaching is really just positively focused on exploring options and, and opportunities, focusing on the now and the future to create uh, some sustainable um, change. So Jen, I, I know you've sort of tapped on this a little a little bit before, but now that you have been through coaching and you've seen the effects, um, what are your thoughts about the definition of coaching? How would you describe coaching to, say, a fellow college student or friend? Well, if I were to discuss coaching, I think how I would – Uh, talk about it to just describe it would say it's a way to um, I would bring up the new perspective again and just really emphasize it's a way to help you grow and help you to see new perspectives and see things in a new light that you had in before and really just like uh, Rana brought up a really important point about how it's you always make sure that it's whatever uh, you suggest fits us. It's not you telling us to do things. And really mm-hmm. it's very um, individualized in that way. And just, if I were to say to someone else, I would just say it's really, it's very helpful and it's a very good way to be able to get an outside opinion as well. Like get, it gives you get, bring a new challenge and bring a new way to think about things and so if I were to describe coaching it's great because it is it really is I since I played three sports during high school I was on a lot of teams and had a lot of coaches and it is very similar to that in which it is someone who will guide you and will help you to reach your goals and where you want to be yeah yep just a partner, you know, someone who just walks alongside of you and um, and and helps you get through through the challenges. So I know that there may be a lot of people out here who have a lot of questions and they may not be comfortable calling in on the radio show. So if you have any questions, please send them to Brenda at BrendaBairdCoaching.com and I'll get back to you right after the show. And also, if you know someone or you yourself are suffering with an eating disorder, check out how Rana can help you at RanaOlk.com. That's R-A-N-A-O-L-K.com. So uh, Jenna's headed back to college. She's got her toolkit with her. And Jenna, we really wish you all the best. You are an incredible woman. I've been so impressed. Uh, we want to hear more from you later as you progress through your college and, and get into your career. So thank you again for being on the show, and go get them. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much, Brenda. I can't thank you enough for all that you've done for me and all and all that you have helped me to be and where I and helping me to get where I wanted to be. So thank you so much, and I look forward to the, our last couple sessions together. Wow. Thank you. 
So if you've never listened to Life Coach Radio Network before, you really are missing out on some great programming. And I would be remiss if I didn't tell you to tune into the next show that will be available on the Life Coach Radio Network. It features Jan Jaffe, and it's titled The Lazy Way to Get Through Bad Habits. So it's a great topic, and Jan is a great lady, and it is certain to, um, to be a great show. Also, you may want to tune into my next show, which is this Friday at 3 p.m., 2 p.m. Central. It's the next, next episode of Being a Leader with Brenda Baird. And the topic for Friday is, let's face it, it takes a lot of courage to change. And I think we have heard from two very courageous women today about taking those steps to change. But then once they take the steps, uh, how much better and more fulfilling their lives are. So we're going to explore why it's so easy to delay making those changes in our lives. So thank you, Jenna and Rana, for participating in the show today. Thank you to all of the listeners and your great questions. I really appreciate that. I hope you'll tune in to the next show. But if you're busy and you can't, you can find the archived audio file link of this show and other shows at my website, BrendaBairdCoaching.com. And if any of today's information sounds familiar to you or your organization, I would love to partner with you. So please check out my website, BrendaBairdCoaching.com, or send me an email, Brenda at BrendaBairdCoaching.com. And now remember at the beginning of the show, I mentioned the special gift to all the listeners. Well, the For everyone who has been on the show today, my gift to you is a free 30-minute coaching session with me, Brenda Baird. You can sign up to get that free gift at brendabairdcoaching.com. So before we get ready to hang out for the day, any closing remarks from Jenna or Rana? No, I think this was fantastic, Brenda. I want to, you know, really thank you for the opportunity, and Jenna, I'm you know, my life would have been completely different. Can't say if it would have necessarily been for the better, I guess. But having the skills and the coaching that, you know, all of these things that you're doing right now, it's fantastic. I wish you the best of luck and uh, happiness. Yeah. Thank you so much, you Ron. And I, and I wish you the same. And I, my, I guess my closing remark would just be, To all those who are listening, if you've never considered coaching, really take a moment and think about it because as Rana and I and Brenda have said, it's an incredible experience and you will find out a lot about yourself that will lead to a very enjoyable and fulfilling life. So thank you so much, Rana and Brenda, again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks also to the Life Coach Radio Network and Russ Terry for making this show possible and if there isn't anything else um that's a wrap tommy and until next time everybody be safe and have fun see you ladies bye-bye bye with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.